12 the top and partly cloudy. Tomorrow, 13 and 13 on Friday in the city. We're on one. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up. You're my radio. Here's Paul and Woody for Maccas. Get a McFeast burger, small fries and small Coke. Now that's lunchtime sorted for just $5. I don't know how tradies do it. Oh. One degree outside. It's ridiculous. What about Garbos? Oh, d- They're up at Baker's. I know. My God. In and out of the cold. I am. Um, I just arrived. Yeah. I don't know where my car keys are. Paul's very, very grumpy. I <laughs> I think I've got baby brain. I've put the car keys somewhere. You've had to walk in. It's a it's it's a brisk walk from Newtown to the city when it's minus two. Or so. Your nose it? looks like Rudolph. Oh, it's, it's so cold. It's cold. And I, every tradie I walked past had a beanie on, and I thought, I need to get a beanie. Oh, my God. Wow. You're all right. I'm all right. Is I've been that, up you'll since be a- all hours because I've been on the news sites. Oh, you're upset about Donald Trump? Well, I think that we predicted when he was elected that at some stage we'd have to get on breakfast radio and and say that someone with the name Donald Trump has brought down the administration of the USA. Yeah. It's just that we didn't think it'd be this one. No, we'll have to cover off on that next. Plus, we've got an R&B party, and we're going to give you a chance to score some more tickets to oh, it. Yes. It's seven past six on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Ten past six on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. This is totally bizarre, um, and I fear that the world's become too desensitised to the Trump family to understand the ramifications of what has been revealed on Twitter overnight. Donald Trump Jr. has responded to his own admissions. (laughs) He's responded to his own admissions that he met with a Russian woman that uh, claimed to have some intelligence on Hillary Clinton prior to the election day last year. Now, since he admitted to that, the White House has tried to spin it in a different direction. Kellyanne Conway took to the media yesterday. She's one of Trump's chief advisors. She ran his campaign for him. And she said that um, it was almost as if Donald Trump Jr. had been in a meeting that was hijacked by this woman. It was an ambush. Yeah, an ambush where in which there were some topics that were going to be on the table and then all of a sudden she suggested she had intelligence (laughs) on Hillary Clinton. Intelligence that didn't really make sense, okay? Now, that was really weird. Kellyanne Conway, representing Donald Trump Sr., is saying this whilst Donald Trump Jr. has admitted to a meeting with a woman who claimed she had dirt on Hillary Clinton. This woman, it's suggested by um, reliable news sources in the US, has ties to the Kremlin, okay? The Russian government, right. So, this is flying around yesterday, and then overnight, Donald Trump Jr. decides to start tweeting out the emails that he had to set up this meeting. But again, no one's asked him. No one's asked him to do it. And he sought counsel as well. So, he's tweeted out these emails, and it's revealed in these emails that a music, um, I don't know, he calls himself a bloody music promoter or publicist from Britain had set this meeting up for Donald Trump Jr., okay? And upon telling Donald Trump Jr. that there's this Russian woman and she's got intelligence on Hillary Clinton, you can see in the emails that Donald Trump Jr. has tweeted that he replied, if it's what you say I love, if if it's what you say I love it, especially later in the summer. So he's saying, yeah, this is great, I love it. Yeah, I want if the sensitive inter- information. Yeah. Yep. If the Russians have sensitive information on Hillary Clinton, great. My dad's running for president against her. I'm going to sit down in a meeting. Now, what gets even more weird is this bloke that set the meeting up with Donald Trump Jr., this guy from Britain that's a music publicist, he has an Instagram account. His name is Rob Goldstone. And on that account... He has photos of himself wearing T-shirts with the word Russia written on it. He also has photos in Russia, like standing in front of the Kremlin, standing with, like, a Russian military hat on. Now, since Donald Trump Jr. has tweeted out the emails, this guy has put his Instagram settings on private. Oh, my God. This is just... 
Now, this is after the White House, Donald Trump, the Trump family, Trump Jr., Trump Sr. have all denied any connection to Russia when it comes to the election. If it wasn't so serious, it would be almost like a comedic version of House of Cards. Oh, well, that's like, right. And let's be honest, ridiculous. I've been watching the latest season of House of Cards. Yeah. And it's like watching Play School. <laughs> like, it's just not, it's not dirty enough. It really is. It's just not dirty enough. It's 14 past six on Hobart's Hit 100.9, Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Can't stop the spirits when they need you. This life is more than just a read through. 18 past six on Hobart's Hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. I'm still just going back over these emails that Donald Trump's eldest son, Donald Trump Jr., has released himself, which incriminates himself. This is unbelievable. And his ties with Russia and his efforts to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. So this is an email from Rob Goldstone, who's a a music promoter or industry agent or something, from Britain. And this is an email that he sent to Donald Trump Jr. on June 3rd last year, before the election. Um, I'm reading this straight from Donald Trump Jr.'s (laughs) Twitter page. Good morning. Uh, Eamon just called and asked me to contact you with something very interesting. The Crown Prosecutor of Russia met with his father, Aras, this morning and in their meeting offered to provide the Trump campaign with some official documents and information that would incriminate Hillary in her dealings with Russia and would be very useful to your father. This is obviously very high-level and sensitive information, but as part of Russia and its government's support for Mr Trump. It's government's support yes. for Mr. Trump. This is what he's tweeted out okay. himself. So um, I guess you could respond to this in many ways. You could say, oh, look, I don't want anything to do with it. You could yeah. just choose not to respond and delete the email. Donald Trump Jr. replies to the email less than 20 minutes later. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. I'm on the road at the moment, but perhaps I just speak to Eamon first. Seems we have some time and if it's what you say, I love it, especially later in the summer. Could we do a call first thing next week when I'm back? Best Don. Do you know what I love? In the in the subject line, it's re-Russia-Clinton-Private-and-Confidential. It's like... What? You can't put that in the subject no, line. No, You could look over your shoulder. Donald Trump Jr. Uh, more readings, I'm sure, from uh, his own emails coming up. But also $50 to spend at Hotel Soho in 20. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Trending now at hit.com.au. Hobart's Sean and Ella from House Rules. You'll see it on page three in the Mercury today. Engagement photos. Down at South Arm. So they're at South Arm getting photos done. I thought they were getting married on the beach. No, no. It's a thing now. Some people do this. Really? They had a wedding photographer in, yeah. A wedding photographer. Isn't that the giveaway for what that person does for a living? Okay, so now you get engagement photos done. What I don't get is, my understanding is these aren't photos of them getting engaged. No. Because they got engaged overseas a while back. They got engaged in Venice. They were, he was on a gondola. Oh. And she was sitting down, and as he pulled the ring out, it started to rock, and he oh. dropped the ring. No. He did. He dropped what, the ring. Did it go ring. in the... Well, what is that, a canal? Yeah, luckily, it went in her shoe. Ah. Yeah. So we go, ah, salamio. Um, you know, because the guy that steers the gondola was there. Would that be awkward for him? That's a bit like when um, couples propose to each other on a hot air balloon... But you've always got to bear in mind there's the hot air balloon operator well, in there Before you start well. going for it. Yeah, well, that's right. Done that before. Trending. It wasn't a hot air balloon, though. It was a metro bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. everyone. Oh, brilliant. Um, Glenorchy signs former Brisbane Lions superstar and Brownlow medalist Simon Black. What? Simon Black. Is going to play for Glenorchy, but we just don't know when because he's got a lot of radio commitments. Yeah. So I, I suspect this will be in the style of Acker, Didac, Favola, who's come down and played one or two games. Simon Blake. Now, the dirt that I've got on Simon Black, because in a former life I used to do football radio, is that Simon Black wears his Brownlow medal. No, Paul, On don't... a chain. Yeah. Like a bit of bling. Yeah. Because the Brownlow is not like a gold medal at the Olympics. It's quite a small... It's almost like a pendant. See, I think that's a bit... Mm. That's a bit... Okay. Isn't it? So uh, when he does play for Glenorchy, 
I plan to streak to distract him, and then I'm going to pull down his jumper just at the neck, or I could lift it up over his head just to see if he's still wearing it. Trending. Remember I told you when Favola came down here to play, I went to see him, and he's sitting down in between goals. See, I, goal still, I still want that it's story true. corroborated. It's true. I want someone else that was there at the game when Favola <laughs> sat down in the goal square when the ball was the other end. He's still got like 10 goals, but okay. he would sit down. Okay. A Japanese company plays this theme for workers every afternoon to boost productivity. Since they've done it, overtime has been reduced by 20%. Oh, my God. The Rocky theme. This is awesome. This is what they do every afternoon. And everyone gets up and amongst it. And I think there's lyrics later. Yeah. Getting stronger? Yes, it is. Getting stronger. Yeah. That, do you know when I was a school teacher, I worked at a school that had a, a rubbish issue in the schoolyard? So at lunchtime, the principal would play over the sound system the popcorn music. And you had to pick up papers if you were a kid out in the schoolyard. And suddenly the schoolyard got clean because the play, they would play the popcorn music and the kids would start to dance and pick papers up. Trending. That's really good. Now, if only we could find one for you to actually work. Mason, 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 Mason. Um, Can you get us the popcorn music? Just put in popcorn music. I want that for later on this morning. We're going to clean up this city. Okay. Um, Backlash on Facebook for an advertisement. We all hate advertisements on Facebook, and there's more and more of them now. This one is for a do-it-yourself backyard pole. For pole dancing. Right. But it's been promoted as a kid's activity. Oh, you see... So the ad has children pole dancing. I know that it's become a fitness thing. But not for children. No. Come on. Trending. Girls that are 18 to 30, yes. No, why would you say that? Anyone Or guys. No, You didn't let me finish the sentence. I was going to say, girls that are 18 to 30, or guys of that age. But you cut me off. Uh, How do I get out of this? Hang on. Paul and Woody, 100 points. Paul and Woody. 16 away from 7. Kiss Paul and Woody. 50 games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for $50 to spend at Hotel Soho, which is now reopened. Yes. See you back at Soho. Okay, awesome. Yo, you've got it, have you, mate? Uh, yeah, it's in the system now if you want to play it. Okay. Oh, the song? Yeah. Oh, we found the popcorn music? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so when I was teaching, uh, the school principal at a school that I was teaching at used to play this music at recess and lunchtime, and if the kids heard it, they had to pick up papers because the school was a dirty school. The school was spotless within a week because the kids loved it. You want to clean up this city? Let's clean up the city. Can we play it? And you've got to imagine all these little kids running around the schoolyard picking up papers like chip wrappers and bits of glad wrap, um, juice boxes. <laughs> and that was just from my lunch. <laughs> and it worked a treat. Maybe we could... Uh, Send a copy of this on a USB stick to Lord Mayor Suhiki. And then you'd, oh, then you would get, um... We could send it up to Launceston. Oh. Come on. I, I reckon you start smaller, because that would be optimistic, wouldn't it? Nothing's going to fix that city. Nothing. No. Is not it even, true you yeah. used kids when you were a teacher, like, slave labour? Oh, like you'd get God. them over to your house, you'd play this music and they'd start cleaning up your backyard. Look, and you know, on a few occasions I got a sponge and a bucket and I pulled my car onto the basketball courts <laughs> and I said, kids, cut loose. Okay. Don't forget the headlights, kids. Those tyres are looking filthy. This is really not making you more productive. No, not at all. Okay, we've spun the wheel. And the name of... distracted. Sorry, guys. Sorry. And the name of the game is Pots and Pans. Oh, okay. So this is old-style reverse 
secret sound. Yeah. Okay. So instead of the announcers like in the eighties making a sound with an object and you having to guess at home what it is, we'll do it reverso style. You pick up an object. You make some sound and we've got to guess what it is. Paul and Woody. 11 away from 7, Hobart's hit 100.9. Kiss Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Hi, Aaron. How you going? So good. We just spun the wheel, stack of games on there and up we spun. The pots and pans. It's like the old radio game secret sound. Yep. But the joke's on us because yep. we're reversing it. So you play a sound. We'll try and guess what you're, what you're playing with, what item it is. And if we can't, you get $50 to spend at Hotel Soho, which has just reopened. See you back at Soho. No worries. Excellent. We're ready when you are, Aaron. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Can we have it again? All right. Well, it sounds like something on the dashboard, doesn't it? Like hitting something it's on the dashboard. It's something in the car. Yeah. Is it, is it moving the windscreen wiper up and down? But to me, it sounds more like he's striking something on the dashboard. But it's definitely something being moved up and down, don't you think? You reckon? Yeah. Like a... What does that? Could it be... The lock mechanism on the centre console. Well, yeah, up could and be. down and up and down. And up. Can we have it one more time, Aaron? Yep, no worries. Hang on. It's forceful. I'm going to go okay, out of left go field. It. Can I? All right, Aaron, I think that you've got some form of thermos or something you keep your coffee in. This wasn't discussed. And you've got this object that you keep your coffee in that has a lid on it, and you're tapping it on your dashboard. No. Yeah. What is it, Aaron? It's uh, the sun visor going into the hook. Yeah, which is what I thought we'd decide. the sun visor clicking into the hook. Can we have one more time, Aaron? Oh, of course it is. Oh, I think we've had that one before. You're off to Hotel Soho and ask for done. Paul and Woody. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it off, turn it off. Not my radio. Here's Paul and Woody for Maccas. Get a McFeast burger, small fries and small coke. Now that's lunchtime sorted for just $5. You really do treat Paul like your dad, don't you, mate? I don't say that. Apprentice, mate. That's weird. More like a... Well, I would, oh yeah, well, I would say dad because the age. I was going to say brother, but that wouldn't be the right kind of age comparison. Well, granddad. Maybe we could say yeah, like yeah, a granddad. Yeah. Why would you? Because you're old enough to have a son as old as Mason. Okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> I heard something that I'm really worried about. You mentoring Mason really concerns me. You've already got him to do things like workers' comp for yeah. $5.95 for well, a pair of right. crutches. Was he out of fall? No, he... Tripped himself over because yep. he took the station off air. Yeah, he, it was yeah, his that, fault. He did it at work. Yeah, three hours yep. he spent filling out the paperwork to get right. five dollars ninety five or something. Every little counts. And now he's helping you with his. Is this true with your tax, Mace? Yeah. Yep. Oh, mate. First time working in the media industry, so I needed a big data to show me the ropes. Oh, yep. What kind of stuff are you telling him to? How Just stuff to claim? Stuff that what? he uses for research for the show? Like what? I don't know if this is legit because I'm reading the weather. Uh, sometimes I have to... Uh, well, he said to buy a book, the complete book of Australian weather from uh, Richard Whitaker. Yep. Uh, so you... I've claimed that one on tax. Here we go. Oh my He's got the receipt for that one. $40 for that one. Yep. Great. Because he's got to do the weather. This is ridiculous. Uh, All the music that he plays on the station, that means um, there could be crossovers to iTunes iTunes stuff that he's bought. So he's got to research that music at home. You're going to get audited. You're going to end up in jail. Yes, you you are. If you follow his advice, you will end up in jail. Um, Like most of his, the kids he Incidentally, those pants you're wearing, you purchased those to get a promotional photo taken. Photo shoot. Oh, my God. We might have a look at that one as well. I had to get my uh, teeth done for the photo shoot, so claim that uh, dentist thing as well. Yeah, great. You need to get that car for the photo shoot. Yep. <laughs> great. But uh, if we don't get those roads done next year, we'll know why. Because yeah. people are like, you are ripping off this country. Not me. I'm just taking advice from Paul. Oh, yeah. And I've got audio f- um, proof of it now. <laughs> if the ATO is listening, <laughs> they won't be interested in that. Coming up next, the Cadbury working conditions exposed. I'm amazed.
I could be proven wrong. Yeah. I feel a retraction. Mm. Eight past seven. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Eleven past seven. Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. I attempted to expose the Cadbury working conditions in this state. Mm. And I was mocked, I was ridiculed, I was accused of being a liar. You said some ridiculous things, no, let's be honest. I, my, you made it sound like some sort of fantasy camp. Well, I have three, three family members that have all worked at Cadbury, <laughs> one of which was my cousin, <laughs> and you slayed me over it. It, really? sounded, it sounded like rubbish. This is some of what you said. If something got stuck in the vat, he'd have to put on like a little white suit and he'd get into a little boat and he would row himself out. Is this... No, this is true. Did you watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory again last night? This is true. Is this what used to happen? Yes. He'd have to row himself in this little boat on top of the chocolate. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd have to try and unplug whatever it was that was clogging up the system. Were there okay. like little fellas with sort of an orange complexion and green hair orange. dancing in unison? You're sort of famous because your family members used to dunk their nuts in the Cadbury chocolate. Oh, great, yeah. Well, you've eaten it, so <laughs> we're taking them. No, no. Never. So we wanted some proof of this, and we've had Mason the Apprentice on it all morning. I've yeah. got a photo here. Thank you. It is a Cadbury boat. Thank right. you. It's got Cadbury written on the side. It's all purple. Yeah. Um, it just looks like it's floating in the Derwent River right. or something. Okay. Though. Oh, so the purple Cadbury boat. Right. Yeah, we've all seen that. Yeah, it's a promotional no. one. I'm, okay. I'm certainly hoping that Cadbury never used that boat for the chocolate after it had been in the river. Are you calling my cousin a liar? Um, I don't know if I'm willing to call your cousin a liar, but I'm certainly willing to call you a liar. Oh. I just want to ask you one question. Woody, is your cousin in the room now? And my cousin Brendan joins us now. You are real, Brendan. Oh, yes. Yep. Okay. Paul, don't. He doesn't think you exist. Because I've heard some of this story, Brendan, and I think it's a load of BS. And what what amateur theatre company do you work for, Brendan? Because clearly you're a paid actor to tell Uh. a ridiculous story. Are you really related to Woody? (laughs) I am, yes. Cousin. Yeah. Oh, righto. So you don't. I, I just find it very. All right, okay. Well, do I ask the questions? Am I allowed to ask? The Please ask away. Okay, so Brendan, you and I have never met before. Um, up until a moment ago, I didn't think you existed. Um, I want to ask you about the boat used at the Cadbury factory in the silo of chocolate. Right, and why were you in a boat? in the silo of chocolate. Yes, because the chocolate got too hard, so it, it the mixer didn't work anymore. So I had to get into the silo in a little boat of chocolate and dig it away from the mixer. And you're in like a onesie, like a suit, right? Like a protective yeah. suit. Yes, thank you, Paul. Uh, right, okay. I, I still think this sounds a little bit Charlie the Chocolate <laughs> Factory to me. Um, what other roles did you have there, Brendan, other than getting in a costume in a boat to unclog the chocolate? Uh, pretty much a dog's body, whatever they wanted me to do. You didn't know until you turned up on the day, pretty much. Yeah. Is it true that you had to dunk your nuts in the chocolate? Uh, yeah, yep. Up in the nut room, oh, that was a good job. You'd just sit there and every half an hour pour a uh, bucket of nuts down a chute. Oh, this See, is... I told you this It was, was called true. the nut room. Yes. Oh, yes, no. it was. They should have gone to the nut house. <laughs> yes, it was. And wasn't it true, Brendan, when you were in your little boat in your suit and you had to, you actually had to dig out chocolate. It was like, no, but it did. It would get hard and you would have to dig it out. Yeah. It was a bit worrying that the mix would start and I would be in every block of chocolate for the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of Brendan in all of us. <laughs> Okay, all right. I, I believe you. I believe you. I stand corrected. Thank you very there, much. There was a system in which a man had to get in a costume, get in a little boat, and unplug the chocolate. And when he wasn't doing that, he was in the nut room. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't believe you at first. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Oh.
It's Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Woody, do you mind if I I just jump into the confessional booth just for a moment? Okay. Because I know that you, I mean, pastor's daughter, so you should know how this sort of stuff works. Come speak to me, son. I'm not your son. Sorry. That'd be weird if, you know. <laughs> not helping you. It was like a parent and a son on air at the same time. I've got you a spot in hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. What? You, you, I don't think any <laughs> rabbi, priest, padre is going to say that. Okay. Uh, forgive me, Woody, for I have sinned. Mm. Um, it's been four minutes since my last confession. <laughs> I have found myself in in a horrible situation that many people are in at this time of year. I barrack for a loser team that have no chance of making the top eight. Yes, my son. I barrack for Collingwood, and as a consequence, I've been doing some things that I never thought that I would do. Some things that I actively discouraged other supporters from doing. Yes, go on. I turned the game off at half time. Oh. I take to Twitter and abuse players. Oh, my. I start GoFundMe pages to get a different coach. (laughs) I didn't see any of the second half of Collingwood taking on Essendon over the weekend. Yeah. Instead, I took the dog on a really long walk. Mm -hmm. This weekend, as you know, I've been planning to take my very pregnant girlfriend on what you branded a baby moon. Yes, but it was really a holiday for yourself. Well, yes. I got some cheap direct flights from Hobart to Brisbane, Mm. and it just so happened that there's a Marvel Cinematic Universe exhibition on in Brisbane this weekend. (laughs) And an hour up the road, Collingwood are taking on the Gold Coast, the Suns. Am I a bad Collingwood supporter if last night my girlfriend and I toyed with the idea of hocking out footy tickets online <laughs> and going to SeaWorld instead. Who would buy them? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, who's going to go? Well, maybe some Queenslander. I mean, let's be honest, they're stupid. They don't know football. <laughs> they only know league. Is that make, is, wait, does that make me a bad yeah, person that I'm going to be in the state that my team's playing an away game and instead I want to see like a dolphin go... <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not a true supporter. And what are you going to do about the Eddie Maguire tattoo on your left butt cheek I don't and the magpies? An, you got a magpie oh, on okay, your I forearm. I will concede that I've got a magpie on my forearm. Yeah. Yes. Do, we should do a home skin rip-off. No. no but like, I want, like a steel brush. Yeah. That's just, how they used to get rid of tattoos. Yeah, I know. Maybe well, maybe if I go to SeaWorld, I could somehow change the magpie into a dolphin <laughs> tattoo. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Trending now at hit.com.au. Gangnam Style is no longer the most watched video on YouTube. Like, I, I still love this. Opa, Gangnam Style. Oh, I liked it. Gangnam Style. We all played it. Oh, yeah. I loved it when he came to the country. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. And all he did was sing that song. <laughs> you got another one? Nah. I interviewed him when he came to the country and I asked him if he had more songs and he said that he had albums and albums of the stuff and that Gangnam Style wasn't even his best song. What? So I thought that he was just going to be releasing song after song. Maybe we should we should get some for 8.30 trending now, some of his other hits. Some of the other ones that didn't quite make and it. And we'll compare it. Yeah, great. Maybe there wasn't enough room at the moment with Ed Sheeran. Well, that's right. Well, he it does dominate, doesn't he? in most of the top 40. Well, I'm, I'm hearing rumours that a lot of Ed Sheeran's music is sigh covers anyway. Oh. Okay. Well, it's been eclipsed by this song. It's been a long day without you, my What, the friend. most viewed on YouTube? Yeah, Wiz Khalifa. I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come along. So, uh, Obviously about Paul Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah. And it has had 2.895 billion what views. So that's approaching 3 billion views. Yep. That's not exactly a party starter. Like you can understand why people would listen to Sai, you know, pop it on, do the washing, what have you. Yeah. But what are you going to pop on? Oh. It's a bit morbid, isn't it? Okay. okay. Trending. Uh, the biggest news story 
probably of the year, let's be honest. Donald Trump Jr. has taken to Twitter overnight and has done the best to really incriminate his family and the White House. Uh, there were a lot of suggestions flying around yesterday that Donald Trump Jr. had met with a woman from Russia, a lawyer that had ties to the Kremlin. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump Jr. changed his story a couple of times as to what took place in that meeting. Well, now he has posted on his own social media, on Twitter, the emails from June of last year were in which an individual by the name of Rob Goldstone, he's a music promoter from the UK, set up a meeting with Donald. I'm going to read directly from Donald Jr.'s email account. Good morning. Eamon just called and asked me to contact you with something very interesting. The Crown Prosecutor of Russia met with his father this morning and in their meeting offered to provide the Trump campaign with some official documents and information that would incriminate Hillary and her dealings with Russia and would be very useful to your father. This is obviously very high-level and sensitive information that is part of Russia and its government support for Mr. Trump. Okay, Donald Jr. has posted... The email in which he replied to this original email. I can't Thanks, it. Rob. I appreciate that. I'm on the road at the moment, but perhaps I just speak to Eamon first. Seems we have some time. And if it's what you say, I love it, especially later in the summer. Could we do a call first thing next week? So he's leaked his own sensitive information. That's right. That's what he's done. Like This, this is huge. This really... I mean, if I was a more intelligent well-learned man, I would say that this is proof of collusion. Of course it is. This is unbelievable stuff. If you want the latest trending now, it's up at Hit Hobart, 22 to 8. Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Uh, 18 away from 8 on Hobart's Hit 100.9. This is Paul and Woody. And this is Phone Topic Roulette. We're going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. 13, 12, 16, if one interests you. You can end the segment at any time by calling that number. I've said before, I thought we should have rested no. over school holidays because no, no. no one's out there. We got a great call yesterday from a girl that admitted that she'd knifed her sister. That's, that's I'm paraphrasing that story. Yeah. You can hear it on the podcast. <laughs> okay, tell me if you like any of these topics. Uh. Uh, okay, what about Donald Trump Jr.? Um, he's been posting emails... On his Twitter page, he's taken screenshots of them. It incriminates him. It he's makes it look like he's met with Russian officials to undermine Hillary's campaign last year. Is there an email that came back to bite you? Okay. E.g., you sent it to the wrong person. Mm. You didn't mean to reply all. An email that's come back to bite you. They're most of your emails, because I've said no. to you, don't write hot-headed. And by the time I come in in the morning, you've sent five abusive yeah, emails. It's always to good to get emails no, away it's not. at five in the morning. No, it's really Don't proofread them, kids. At all. Just shoot them off. <laughs> I had a lady who was working with um, a client. Um, she's now in Melbourne. She couldn't get a job here. But she, rather than forwarding it to someone else, saying this client's so difficult. Oh, oh no. I can't believe it. And there were a lot of swear words in it. She did reply? No. Yes. No. Yeah. And you see it go off and you just want to grab it before it leaves. Oh, she called the text trying to see if you could any way to re- retract yeah. an email. And they're like, yeah. nah. Short of going to that person's business and putting the laptop in a bucket of water, you're done. Yeah. 13 or 16, did you have an engagement proposal that went a little bit wrong? Okay. This is just off Sean and Ella, our Tassie paramedics Love from em. House Rules. Love them. They've done some engagement pictures in the Mercury today, and he proposed to her whilst on a gondola in Venice. Beautiful. And the gondola started rocking as he's pulled the ring out. Oh. And he's dropped the ring. No. He was rocking, rocking back and forth. And where'd his ring go? Well, luckily the ring ended up in the shoe. So oh, the wow. ring was saved, but it was one of those moments where Did he she was... have her shoe off? Was she going to do a shoey? Yeah. <laughs> when she knew, oh, God, he's taking a knee. Let's do a shoey, guys. With a little bit of Italian red wine. <laughs> that was the song Stop that the it. gondola steerer was singing. I just think you plan for these moments yeah. and then at that one special moment, sometimes things can go wrong. And it's because men are hopeless, let's be honest. <laughs> okay, 13, 12, 16. Where do we stand on parents charging rent? 
Yeah, okay. I was reading an article on news.com.au. This is the done thing now. Once kids hit 18, parents start charging rent for the same room that they've stayed in since birth. And I want to know if you think it's good or bad parents charging rent. Would you charge your son rent? Yes, I would, but I wouldn't allow my mother to charge me. <laughs> <laughs> you hypocrite. 13 to 16, what did your brothers do to you growing up? I'm really after sisters because my older brothers were just horrible. They They'd, had listening devices, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they would plant listening devices because I used to talk to myself. Oh, I had right. imaginary friends. Right. Uh, and they'd do things like we had a pool table and, and, and a table tennis table and they'd put me at the end of it because they wanted to get their practice servers in with a table tennis table and I just had to learn to try and fend off these balls. Whilst the two of them... Yeah, would just slay me. I oh, know. And you're the littlest one. I'm the baby. So, but I think that siblings can be awful. Yeah. 13, 12, 16. Okay. What happened? Okay, 13, 12, 16. Oh, see, what did I tell you? Did you foil a robbery? I said you should have rested it. Okay. No calls today. <laughs> did I do the parents charging rent one? <laughs> you did. Oh, okay. Did I do the witch email came back to bite you one? Yes. Did I do the parents charging rent one? <laughs> Follow him, Woody. <laughs> We were lovers for the first time. Paul and Woody. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody after eight. We're going to have to go into more detail with Donald Trump Jr. who's incriminated himself. What did you call it? The, this is Some people are calling this the biggest... Political story in US history. And I'm, they're not my words. They're the words of uh, some journos on Twitter. Because Twitter's just exploded. Yeah, it has. If you've just joined us, we've got rolling coverage... We're not speculating anything here. No. We are simply reading out the emails that Donald Trump Jr. has provided us on his Twitter account. He leaked them. He's leaked no them. No one had himself. asked for these. They're his screenshots from his phone. He says that these are my emails. I don't know if he accidentally posted the wrong ones. You know, when you get with your friends and you take a selfie on a Friday night and then you accidentally post the one on Facebook with your eyes closed? Oh, we're going to have to read some of them out. I, I just love... In the subject, it says Russia-Clinton-Private and Confidential. Yep. Like how, much, how much more obvious that's can right. you get that something is wrong? That's right. That you're doing... Anyway, that's coming up. Plus, I've got a sure way that you'll be able to cure your cravings. I've spent many hours researching this because, you know, I have an addiction to potato cake. Ooh, potato cake. Uh, and I've got the solution for you, Hobart. Because you know that I've been hanging for something greasy for a couple of days now. Yeah, no, I'm not have. the only one in Hobart that loves it. You won't shut up about it. Uh, plus, inside the next five, though, it's going to get hot in here. Okay. 13, 12, 16, as soon as it does, you will have a one in four shot, if you get to air, of scoring the Heos by Denon wireless speakers. Now, these play through your iPhone. These are, these are great. Or any phone. They can sit in any room of your house. You can wirelessly connect them to the TV for a bit of home theatre action. You can stick them in the backyard if you're out there in the freezing cold dancing. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with them. You can. As soon as it gets hot in here, 13, 12, 16, they're valued at over $800. Paul and Woody. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Paul and Woody for Maccas. Get a McFeast burger, small fries and small Coke. Now that's lunchtime sorted for just $5. It's revolutionary research into cravings and how you can stop them. I, th I, I am really excited by this because I have been craving something that I think a lot of people crave on a weekly basis. Well, yeah, I'm going to turn this into a lab. You are going to be my test monkey because we are going to try this on Why you. Why don't you say guinea pig? Why do you have to say it's monkey? you'd be a guinea pig. <sighs> okay. You, you, you have the same monkey. But you are... Uh, you know how some people don't believe in people that, you know, we came from apes? Yeah. And I'm not so sure that I do. But you would be the link. You're calling me the missing link. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're going to trial it. And plus, we've got to cover off on what they're calling the biggest political scandal in US history. Yeah. Wow. Smarter people than us have labelled it exactly that. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. That's Hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. Some are calling it the biggest political scandal in US history and we're going to have to cover off on it in five right after we give away $100 in... Let's fight. On Hit's Paul and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. 
is sure of origin for the brand new Tazzy Tyres Wheel and Tyre Studio. Now open at 183 Main Road, Moona. Tazzy Tyres, we're also doing our R&B party this year. Yes. Got some more tickets to give away to that before nine. But right now, can I interest you, welcoming her back for her fifth Have day. Debbie from the East, I've got so much faith in you today. Oh, you're right. Oh, Debbie, you've become I, part of this show. We're going to put you on the billboard. I was thinking we have to. She yeah. pretty much co-hosts our show at this time yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Paul and Debbie with Woody. What? We'll work out the it's names It's like later. I was just a side dish. Yeah, it's all right. Paul and Debbie you're with Woody. You're very welcome on the show. Okay. I'm not a guest on your show, Paul. Can I introduce you to all the way from the West? Beck. Good morning, Beck. Good morning. <laughs> She's on speaker. She's on speaker? Yeah. Oh, good, good. This is how it works. Three questions. Best out of three takes home $100 cash. You can buzz in at any time, all right? Are you ready? Yep. Your buzzer is the side of the bridge you live on. Okay, so Debbie, you are east. Beck, you are west. Okay. How many holes in a bowling ball? East. East was first. What's your answer there, Debbie? You there, Debbie? Debbie? Oh, no, I think she's... Oh, no. Are you there, Debbie? Debbie. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, I think this what, is... What, did she put us on hold? She's accidentally put us on hold. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to have to pass it over to West. Debbie, are you there? We can't. She's... We should... Oh, Debbie, she knew the answer, I reckon. <laughs> oh, hang on. We're, we're, we're trying to... We're just trying to get uh, Debbie oh, back on the this line. Is... <laughs> We're just going to have to give it to Wes. No, no, no we, Paul, come on. We've I got don't to want a five-minute competition. Have we got Debbie? Uh, is Debbie back on, or has she gone to message bank? Oh my God, this is We're on. Okay. Debbie, Debbie's back. Oh. Okay, can we? Oh. Oh, we got to press the button. I here know. And see. Well, I told you I didn't want to do this, Paul. I know. I know. You don't have to do anything. I've got to. I'm trying to give Debbie a chance. Yeah, but do you know I have to press all the buttons? I have to but fire. But I, I have, I, I have complete faith in you. Here we go. It's not going to do it. <laughs> all right. <sighs> I'm getting Debbie. really frustrated, boys. Debbie, are you there? Yeah, I'm here now. Sorry. That's okay, Debbie. Now, Debbie, you buzzed in. No, we're not. We're moving on. No, Debbie, oh. what answer? What was the answer, Debbie? Three. Oh, she's on the board. She's on the board. I don't even want to keep playing. Like, this is a joke. Okay, next question. Here we go. What is the tallest mountain in the world? West. West was in first. Yep. Beck. Mount Everest. Okay. This is the decider. This is the most stunning round of Shore of Origin we've ever had. <laughs> what is the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? <laughs> this is... Oh, oh, I give up. That I'm... was a dead heat. That was a dead heat. You've got to go Why to the are next you question. with laughter? You've this is to... not funny. This is amazing. <laughs> Grant Ding is desperate for this sort of stuff on What, this gear? Theory. I don't yeah. think so. He doesn't seem to have a problem. He's got to manage eight people. Okay, here we go. Oh. We're going to go to the next question. The answer to that one was Pluto, but you buzzed at the same time. In the film of the same name, what type of animal is Babe? See, oh, this is... Oh, my. This is unheard of. This has of. been going on for four minutes. This I have to talk of. about serious political I stuff. I know. We're going to have to go to the next question. What is the tallest existing animal? East was first. Debbie. Okay. Giraffe. What was that? Giraffe. Oh, my God, Debbie's done it. Five days. But she's done it. Taking her five days, putting us on hold, answering other calls live. This is unbelievable, Debbie. This is unbelievable. Oh. This is one for the ages. Well done, this Debbie. This is Western Bulldogs 2016 all over again. <laughs> Beck, you'll be back tomorrow from the West as our carryover loser if we haven't ruined your experience completely. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Oh, good. Right, now, up next, oh, this is great. we're going to be talking about... What? The biggest political scandal in US history. I reckon we should get Debbie in on it as well. <laughs> Hit Hobart. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul, you're going to be my test monkey for this. I think I found a way to prevent cravings. So, you know, Paul, you've been going on for two days now about, what is it you want, a burger or something? I just something? want a greasy burger, like a, a dirty big... burger. Are you not giving it to yourself? No, because I've got an agreement with my pregnant girlfriend that this week we eat healthy. 
Okay. So you're trying to kick the craving, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing so, everything I can. Like the amount of times that I've yeah. wanted to get in the car, I just get a big, dirty, greasy burger. Oh, well, you know what I'm like with potato cakes. Oh, you love potato cakes. And I, I can't, I have to take an alternate route home just so I don't. That's because well, I crave. you were on a dozen a day. I was on quite a few, mm. yeah. I mean, I dropped down to about seven. Yeah, yeah, but... and that, we supported you through that. And so that was great. I've done some research into cravings okay. for everyone in Hobart, okay? Yeah. And I know how you can kick your craving. So this isn't to give in to it. This isn't so you shove it in your gob and then you're going to feel guilty for the rest of the day hiding wrappers. I don't okay. want you to become that person. Oh, oh, thank you for your support. Okay, so I have done research into a study who actually did serious research. Okay. And they said... You can't use the excuse that oh, I'm craving chocolate because I need my body's telling me I need magnesium yeah, because yeah. there's more magnesium in things like spinach. So that excuse is gone. You don't crave mm. spinach, do you? Never. What they said is cravings are generally more a matter of psychology than physiology. It's connected to emotions and memories. So okay. perhaps the last time you had a big, dirty, great big burger yeah, was yeah. associated with a really positive memory. And so that's, yeah. that is why your brain will start to trigger things like that. I got a dirty great big burger from a fish and chip shop and Melissa and I ate one each on a park bench and we looked over the Derwent from See, Rest Point. What they did in this study is they researched 130 subjects and they found that it's the visual sense. And what they did to, to teach people to get over their cravings yeah. is you have to change visually what you see. So what I want you to do, I'm going to do this. It's the visual interference test. Okay. What I'm going to do is I've got three things, three pictures here. Okay. I want you to think about this really beautiful, delicious burger. Right. And I'm going to try and, I guess, attach some negativity towards it. Oh, great. Okay, are you okay. ready? All right. All right, so Hang you're thinking about it's it. Got a, it's a big greasy burger. It's, in a, it's one of those white bags. Yeah. That, okay. Hang on. Yeah, so you're thinking it. about I'm, it? I've got it. I've got it in my head. When I say open your eyes, okay. this is your first visual <laughs> clue. I'm salivating. Open. Okay. That is the <laughs> <laughs> AFL ladder. And I can see that Collingwood are currently in 15th position. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, they're starting to feel shit. Okay. Okay. Yep, yep, okay. Go back to thinking about that burger. Yeah, I remember the burger. So we're associating right, okay. negative things. <laughs> This is quite extreme, some would say. But this is research that's done. You could have eased me into the ladder. Okay, are you ready? Um, All right, yep. Think about that burger again. Yep, burger. And I want you to open your eyes. Okay, that is a picture of (laughs) Jeffrey Edelston naked with a koala. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. His legs are sort of open and... (laughs) He's got his dressing gown. He's he's left the flap open. (laughs) It's like your mum that time when you're 18. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, that is hideous. Um, it is not a live koala. No, it's if, a stuffed yeah, koala. I mean, yeah. If the animal rights people are listening, it is a, it's, a, okay. it's a toy. Okay, AFL. Later. I know and you think it Jeffrey can't get worse. Edelstein. Well, I can't think of anything worse than Jeffrey Edelstein tr- with his flap open on his dressing gown. I'm trying to kick your habit, okay? Thinking about the burger again? Yep. On the count of three, open your eyes. One, two, three. That is... <laughs> 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 is this wrapping paper? <laughs> this is a lot of pictures of Erica Bits. <laughs> oh my god. Not only do I not want to eat a burger, but I feel like we should have a plebiscite on the burger. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Ten away from nine, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. We are throwing an R&B party. 13, 12, 16, if you want to come along right now. This is Shore of Origin. Party! For the brand new Tassie Tyres Wheel and Tyre Studio. Now open at 183 Main Road, Luna. I do have to warn you, it can get quite loose. Yeah. I mean, last year there was... Tabletop dancing, right? Whole pasta bloke. Nothing wrong Whatever. with that, but you're in a committed relationship. Yeah. It gets loose. It gets loose. I think last year I was there when the venue got the brooms out. You do have to be over 18 for it. Yeah. So if you'd like to come along, 13, yes. 12, 16, we're going to have thousands of dollars in prizes on the night as well. Oh, and you'll be representing the side of the bridge that you live on. Yeah. What colour are you? 
Uh, I'm going to go with, like, green. Okay. Like a greeny, tealy, maybe blue, that sort of rain. Well, that only leaves me the other colour, doesn't it? Yeah. If we're going for the hit logo. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, what, pink? Pink. It's kind of pink. Yeah, you're going to have pink, hot pink, puce, light red. 13, 12, 16. Hi, Lucy. Hi. Hey, you want to come along to our R&B party? I sure do. Okay. Oh. Which side of the bridge are you? I'm wet. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> so, have you got like some green or some teal or some blue that you can sort of wear? Yeah, sure. Okay, awesome. <laughs> because I'm thinking of just wearing like a pair of budgie smugglers and some. Oh, that's awful. Well, but over the top have those trackies with the studs down the side. So when the party gets out of hand, oh, I can yuck. just go and rip them off. Are you sure you don't want to move to the east before the party kicks off? <laughs> Are you? Maybe I'm, I better. Yeah. No, I'm only joking. I'm, I'm West Side Girl. Uh, okay. West Side Girl. I'm a West Side Girl. Were you ever in like a gang growing up? Like I used to be in the babysitter gang. Oh, right. We would all sit around and play, what, read babysitter books. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what are you yeah. looking at me like I'm weird for? Some of the violence issues that this <laughs> town has faced over the years. I don't think there was a gang. Did you ever have a gang? Like when oh. you were growing up. Like not a violent gang. Yeah, I was like in a, bike a gang. Uh, musical theatre gang. <laughs> okay, all right. Where we'd walk around the streets. <laughs> well done. When you. you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> to you, Lucy. We'll see you on the night. There's another chance after nine with Apprentice Mace. Big shout out to Tazzy Tyres. Yeah, thank you, Tazzy Tyres. For jumping tires. on board this again. Yeah. Um, their brand new Tazzy Tyre wheel and tyre studio now open at 183 Main Road, Moona. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. My feelings on fire. Guess I'm a bad liar. Nine o'clock, Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. More tickets to our R&B party coming up with Apprentice Mace next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, we've teamed up with Cashies to give away a brand new car. This is great. This is the, Getting an entry into the competition of win this car is, is ridiculously easy. Well, this week it's phone week. So how many That's phones right. have you got? Well, you've oh. just got a new phone, haven't I you? I did. I went and got... Because, I mean, is there anything better than working out that you've paid your phone off over two years? No, and nothing. Upgrade to, there's nothing better. No. There's nothing better. I mean, world peace would be up there. Yeah, maybe the birth of your son. The birth of as my... As long as it's actually, not a devil child. <laughs> Does that happen? That happened to Anne Boleyn, didn't it? Did she give birth to a devil child? I've seen movies where it's happened. Oh, that must be true. Um, but I'm sure yours will be because you're poor. It's like your girlfriend, the carrier of the show, baby, is possessed. There is very... In the past, there have been very few devil children born in my family. Now, what you can do to get an entry into winning this fantastic uh, Ford Fiesta, you can see it on the streets of Hobart because yeah. it's a white car and it says on the side of it, win this car. Take in your Apple iPhones 5, 6 or 7 or your Samsung Galaxy 6, 7 or 8. Get some money for it and also get a ticket into the draw to win the car. Cash Converter's new super retail centre, 133 Main Road, Mooner. Sorry, I was still thinking about you, devil child. Yeah, yeah. well, we'll see. Well. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.